Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Chairman of the Building Materials of Projectile Staging Logistics Committee, Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? Well, I'm uh, contemplating my mustache uh, now, since your uh, pre-show comments there. Why are you contemplating that. it? Well, you know, it's because you were mentioning that there's virtually no gray in my mustache, but there's gray everywhere else in my hair and beard. And last night I was playing poker, and uh, one of my buddies, he's Indian, from India, um, and uh, he, he's got the same thing. His hair is gray and his mustache is black. And by the way, he's actually grown it down into like a handlebar mustache type of thing. Oh, no shit? Yeah. So I was, uh, what was I calling him last night? Like a, a bandito, because he, he looks like a, you know, he, he should be Mexican at this point. You know? so <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if that's racist or not. Oh, well, yeah, we, it is, but we don't care. I mean, it's a, it's a... It's a, a fairly diverse racial group, you know, and we all just, you know, just throw them out there. Like, for example, we were playing at his house last night, and his, his name is Prava, and uh, we, we call his, uh, his uh, apartment the Prab Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it is funny. I've noticed that now that you mentioned that. A, a, lot of, uh, a lot of people, their mustache doesn't necessarily gray as fast as their, you know, their beard hair or their head hair. I don't understand know? why that is, by the way. Yeah. I don't, I don't, do you have a... You know, the other thing is, is your pubes don't seem to gray as fast either. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't have a single gray in my pubes, you know. For real? Yeah. Oh. So, that's, uh, what's up with that? I don't know, I'm loaded. Yeah. I'm so. fucking loaded down there. Are, are you really? <laughs> Hi, folks, everyone. Welcome to Alex and Adrian's Pube Show. <laughs> the, pube talk, the Pube Talk Hour. Right. It's beautiful. Just goes to show you, we have very little format here, you know. Uh, I mean, you know... And you couth. Just, yeah, you just figure Decorum. out the first thing that comes to your mind. You just right. really start talking. Yeah, so. exactly. There you go. <laughs> all right, so all right, we'll start with mine first because yeah, yeah, I know Adrian started right off. Is that are you going to spend a half hour talking about Uber again? Well, I I, I got to say that that some of the anecdotes were entertaining, but some of them were a little dull. So I think you got to just really cherry pick the good ones, and I'm sure there's some good ones in there. Okay, so, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with three. Okay, all right, so I'm going right. to go with three. So the first one was because I figured three was a good number to go with. So the first one I'll go with too is one is that I got a I got a pickup from the fairgrounds, right? And it was two guys from England that were British that were part of a band. Now, if you want to play a clip, no, I guess you're not going to play a clip of the band. Uh, yeah, I, I can if you want me to. What I was mean, the, what was the name of the band? Be ba Doobie. Now, I asked them what kind of music that they played when they got in the car after they explained they were a band, and they said they played rock and roll. Yeah. And so I was a little bit like, and they said that they were going to this concert, but it was outside of their target demographic, and well, they were looking to expand. Yeah, well, here's here's their most popular song. It's got 1.3 million views. We'll just kind of clip to the middle here. Definitely not rock. Yeah, I, was, I feel like I was mis misinformed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's... And you know what the thing was, and I don't know if this is sexist or not, but when the two dudes got in and they said that they were a band, like I didn't think for a second that they had a woman as the singer. Yeah. Actually, a, a very attractive Asian woman. Oh, yeah. No, she looks good. Yeah. She looks good. So. I, I think I met the drummer and one of the guitarists. But I, I got to say, it's, uh, it's yeah, that's enough of that. Uh, it's not bad, but it's not anything special either. Look, when you say you're yeah. rock and roll, you can't. Come no, out with that. no, like you, that was I was very you, disappointed. You need to introduce yourself as pop if, yeah, if that's what yeah, you're no, making. Like right we're kind of poppy. Yeah, you yeah, know, right? Yeah, it, I guess it's a pop rock. It's it's almost rock, but it's not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was probably their hardest hitting song. We listened to a few of them. And yeah, the other ones were less so. All right, so yeah. now let me give you the second story, which is a sad one, Aww. and then I'll end with a happy one, or yeah. not with a happier one. So, the, so your your ride had a happy ending. 
No, no, no. None oh, of my okay. rides had happy endings. <laughs> so I went to this Is that house. an extra service you offer? You know? <laughs> well, I mean, you got to pay at least the, the surge price. Right. Yeah. <laughs> surge price. <laughs> you got to pay surge pricing for that kind of, for that kind of, that kind of service. I got gotcha. you. So I went to this house and picked up what I thought was going to be this guy. I forget the guy's name. Okay. But it was in a nice neighborhood. It was a good, it was a nice looking house in a nice neighborhood. Matter of fact, it was in a neighborhood I've never been in before that I must have driven by like a bunch of times on McMullen Booth, right? Okay. And it's one of those, like, it, it looks hard to get in neighborhoods. Okay. So I stopped there. Gate and I, guard type of thing? Oh, or? yeah, yeah. Gate guard the whole nine. Okay. So How do you get into those? You just say I'm an Uber driver? I say where I'm going, like the address I'm going to and who I am, and they normally let you in. Yeah. This guy called ahead. So. Yeah. Now, I go there, and the guy meets me outside, and I put two bags in the back of the vehicle. Okay. But he doesn't get in the vehicle. Some woman walks and gets in the vehicle. Okay. And... So I'm, you know, I'm a little taken aback by it, but you know, okay, cool. And so we get in the car, you know, and we start going, I say, hi, how you doing? She's like, oh, he's mad at me. And I'm like, oh, so, and I know we have a long drive cause it's going to take a little while. So right. I figure I'll figure now, out. Hang on a second. Is. When, when you get in that situation <laughs> and you get like an opening line like that, is your instinct to follow up and engage or is it to be like oh god i, I don't want to go here <laughs> oh no i'm uh, yeah, yeah oh, you're, I'm, you're totally taxi cab confession here's mode. the thing yeah i'm what i'm trying to do is to not seem too eager <laughs> yeah. you're, you're thinking, like i wanted to let i wanted to flow out the way that it will naturally so, flow out so you get a fare like that and your immediate thought when they have a you know an interesting sounding opening line is show material yeah, like I'm like I got 15 miles. I can right. get all of this out of her by then. Okay. It's, it's, so I so sh- he's mad at her. Yeah, he's mad at her. So we're driving down the road, and she's drunk at this point. Okay, come to find out that they had an argument, and at one point he called her a, a cunt. Okay, and then she's like, "Well, I'm leaving at that point." Yeah, that's now that's that's usually the argument ender right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, look, I thought that. It was a husband and wife deal. Come to find out it was just, and they were older people. Like she's probably like 55 and he was probably even older than that. Okay. And it was, I think they were just fucking okay. like they, they were dating or whatever. Right. Um, come to find out that she had cancer in her eye mm-hmm. and I think they, they kind of got that one fixed, but then she found out that she has terminal cancer. Okay. And so she's got, she said in there, she only had two months to live. Now, the way she said it was, she was still kind of drunk a little bit, so she might have just been being a little bit hyperbolic. Right. But I do think she has some kind of cancer where they can't really fix it. Okay. And so that was kind of sad. But then I guess the guy couldn't handle it. Like, he couldn't handle what he was being told by her. Oh, so so he was just telling her on that visit, or she was just telling him on that visit. I get, get, from what I take it was. Now, she was a... I mean, she was an attractive woman. Like, she wasn't right. unattractive. And she kept touching me. Oh. Like, every time, oh, that would be funny. Oh, that's funny. And then, like, touch my shoulder. Right. Right? Or give me a high five or something like that. Right. So you could tell she was drunk. And then I took her to I took her to her house. But it was just one of those sad things. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really a quiet person. But she was drunk, so she was, like, this is her Front oppor- seat or backseat passenger? Backseat. Everybody backseat. Okay. I don't, pull, I don't let people go in the front seat. Well, you do if there's more. If there's if there's yeah. enough to where I have to have them in the front seat, I do. If not, I don't. Okay. I just would rather have them in the back. Right. And I'd rather take that choice away. That's why I put a bunch of stuff in the in the front seat. Yeah. Like when people like I've seen people go to the handle, see what I got in there, and then go in the back. Right. The very few times have somebody said, "Hey, I like to sit in the front." But if they say that, I'll let them sit in the front. I don't right. Know. You know, right. I, it's not like I'm hard and fast about it, but it's just one of those like I'd rather you sit in the back. Okay. So. We go down there, and she was, you know, she kept repeating some of the same things over and over again about how she's, you know, she's quiet and this and that, and you know, like <laughs> ironic there. as she's yeah. talking a right. lot, but because she's drunk, she or she's been drinking at this point. Maybe right. she's not blitz drunk, but she's, you know, she's pretty drunk. But it was just one of those things where you you get somebody gets in your car and tells you they have fucking terminal cancer and they only have two months to live, right? And that wasn't even the lead in the story as she was telling it to me, right? Like that was said, like. A third of the way down, a third of the way down, after all this other stuff with the guy was right, and she was upset about the guy, but at the same time she wasn't. And we talked for a while, and I tried to be as nice as I can because again, if you got ter- terminal cancer, you mean you got to be right. nice. Um, but I, and I dropped her off at that point, and you know the fair ended at that point. Yeah. Now let me give you another one. So that was one, two. Here's the third one. It's Saturday night. It's about midnight. And I get a I get a ride that's going to go from St. Pete. And I was working in St. Pete for a long time at this point. And I was nearing the end of the night, 
And this guy gets in the car, and it's supposed to go just to Tampa. Right. That's what it says on the thing. Now, I start talking to him, and he tells me that in reality, he's going to Tampa because he's going to try to do a leapfrog kind of deal to get to Orlando or to get to Kissimmee. Okay. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, I'm close to my number. If I bring this guy over there, I'll hit my number. I'll, I'll be where I want to be at for the night, right? So I'm like, you know what? I'll take you. To Kissimmee. To Kissimmee. Okay. Now, the Uber app, for whatever reason, will only take him, will only let me take him to Lakeland. Okay. So what he, what the deal was is that when he got in the car, what the deal was is that I'll take you all the way to Orlando and I'll pay you whatever the Uber app says to pay you and I'll add 35 bucks to it. Okay. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Now. And you're just going to Kissimmee, so that's like only another 20 minutes from Lakeland. Uh, for some reason, it do, I know you think that, and I know I thought that too. Right, but it was longer than that. Was it was it really? forty-five miles past that. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, it took a while. For some reason, it seems like once you hit Lakeland, Kissimmee's right down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You think that, but yeah. it wasn't the case at huh. the time. So I get, in, you know, and we talk for a while, and he's, you know, and again, I don't know when people are lying to me or not lying to me. I don't really care, but he seemed like he he seemed like a dude that like he just sold his house and he's has a lot of money in the bank and all this and this and blah 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 blah. But I ended up taking him to some fucking seedy-ass hotel, like real fucking seedy. Right. Like like real seedy. Like when I got out of the car and I was waiting for him to see if he was going to stay there or not, some guy asked me if I had ice, and he wasn't talking about the kind <laughs> you put in your fucking drinks. Right. So, and he was like, you know, he was like, look, man, it's a pretty good, kind of a seedy place. Like he was warning me heads up it was a seedy place. But oh, let me get back to the, the part, though. So in Lakeland, I had to turn the app off because I can't take him all the way there. Right. The app won't let me do it. So I just had to take him the rest of the way there. Just to take him there, but he paid me another hundred bucks. Oh, so wow. for the ride, I made a buck fifty. Oh, nice. Hold on, I gotta tell another way after this. I'm sorry. Hold on. So I get all the way to Orlando or right. Kissimmee. I drop him off, which ended up being any like I thought when I turned it off. I'm like, man, this could go badly. Like I'm fuck. You know, Uber's not following me at this point. I got some guy in the car that I'm taking to a fucking seedy ass hotel. Right. Like he's being a little. Like it's being a little, a little like, sketchy. A yeah. little sketchy. So, but I get him over there, and it was a good conversation with the guy when he talked. Other than that, he put his headphones on, and I just drove. Right. Like, and I put on whatever music I wanted to because he wasn't even listening anyway. Yeah. And it was pretty late, so I've been driving for a long time at this point, but I'm fucking flying. Like, I'm going fast down fucking I-4. Like, again, there's not much traffic. I'm not going super, like, I'm not speeding super, but, like, I'm going constantly. Well, constantly 80. I was a constant at 80. Yeah. And I drop him off, and I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? I'm all the way in fucking Kissimmee now, and I got to get back. And it's getting late at this point, right? Right. So I turn it. So I turn it back on with directions to go back to Tampa. Right. right? So you can tell Uber that where you want to end up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You, you only get to do it twice, but I got. To, but I had twice I in sit, the night. Yeah, twice in the night. So okay. I saved one for an instance like this. Okay. So I get there, I get back, and then I picked up some more drunk Canadians because honestly, I pick up drunk Canadians all the time. But it was younger <laughs> drunk Canadians, right. and they were cool. We went through a McDonald's drive-through with them, and they were they, they were having fun, and I was having fun with them. And then I started driving back, and in like Claremont, I get a ping to take somebody to Lakeland. Okay, and the name was Knight, and I'm like, what the fuck, Knight? Because you put nicknames on there, so I pull up, and it is, I didn't know how old she was at the time, but it is a a 20-year-old black girl okay, who is good-looking. Like, okay. she looks good. And she's got, like, a nice fro and everything. Like, it almost like a little, little bit of a 70s kickback kind of fro style. Okay, got it. Like yeah. a, you know, like a, I don't remember who, but but, but like a... Jackie Brown type of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, one gotcha. of those kind of deals. All right. So I pick her up, and she proceeds to tell me the story as to where she's going. Because it's 3 in the fucking morning by this point. Oh, right? wow. Yeah, you yeah, did work late. Yeah. It's 3 in the morning, and right. I'm driving back. And so I start... She starts telling me she's like 20 years old. She is not getting into, you know, not really good relationship with her mother, but she's going over to some guy's house. Mm -hmm. And when you hear three in the morning, some guy's house, right. you're really thinking booty call. Like well, at total, this point, it's totally booty call. Yeah. What you'd think. Right. But she also forget that she's 20. Right. So in talking to her. Wait, wait a second. That's like primo booty call age. Well, okay. Wait till I tell you what she some of the things she said she had with her. Okay. So first off, she's like, oh, I'm glad I brought my Switch. Okay. A Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. And she's kind of like an anime chick. Like, she was getting... She's looking forward to going to... Um, 
Comic-Con? Yeah, yeah. Comic-Con and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I figured. So, like, these signs are all kind of, like, weird signs. Not necessarily, no. But at the same time, good-looking chick, though. Like, she was a good-looking chick, but because she said she was 20, I felt like a dirty old man for even thinking any any uh, nefarious thoughts on this woman. Right. Um, so, but I'm also a little nervous because I'm taking a girl to a house she's never been to at 3.30 in the fucking morning. Like, it's 3 when I pick her up, so it's 3.30 when I get there. Right. And I'm a little nervous. Right. Like, to be like... I'm, little, little uh, you know, paternal instinct kicking in there. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Like, you man, sure you want to do this? Yeah. yeah. So, but we get there, I pull in, and I see who she's meeting, and all my nervousness goes away. Okay. Because it is a young... 20 year old kid white guy right who just looks like a dork okay right and i'm like even at 20 i think this chick will kick his ass <laughs> so like i feel pretty right. good right now that like yeah. okay i feel safe dropping her off and we had a good conversation it was a fun conversation although all the way over there and then after that i think i got one more and then i finally made it home at like four or something in the morning wow like i've spent all night but i made good money that night so like you know again i was planning on being out all night anyway but i didn't realize how all night was going to actually like i didn't realize i was going to orlando you know but it was fine all right so that's all my story and like i have a bunch more stories okay well and and only doing those for the week i'm going to from from this point on you get three no you get three minutes Three talk. minutes. Okay. You get, so you need to take the best three minutes of Uber because we just spent 16 minutes on, on Uber stories again. Did we really? Yeah. No. Well, hold on. What and, time is it right now? And at now? best, it, we're at uh, 16, uh, 20. Well, look, there was yeah. a bu- look, there was intros and stuff like that. Okay, there, we spent so 14 could, minutes on I, I'd say 12. I'm, yeah, just, I'm going yeah. solid 12. No. They, they, you don't get that anymore. I, right. I'm putting a limit on your Uber stories. All right, well, let's, now, that's not to say, not, it's not to say we don't want to hear the good ones, but I got to tell you, they're getting a little dull. Yeah, I got you. So, yeah. and the other thing I was afraid of when, when I was dropping that girl off was I was afraid of getting subpoenaed. <laughs> I was afraid of getting subpoenaed. <laughs> yeah, nice segue. Uh, which uh, yesterday I did get subpoenaed. Nice. Yeah, no, it's not nice. Jesus Christ. Well, I guess I got to tell the whole story. So, um, my my past keeps haunting me, uh, despite all my attempts to, you know, completely, um, you know, purge it from my. Every psyche, time I get out, they, they bring me back, back in. in. So last Saturday, I'm on the way to the show here. And I get a call from a woman. Uh, I'm not going to use any names, but uh, this uh, woman uh, apparently had a one-night stand with Goat Boy, uh, the the child sun god, Augustus Invictus, uh, yes. who is uh, uh, essentially was my arch nemesis, and I've been trying to, uh, you know, it, again, purge all that from my life, but it keep, like, keeps coming back to me. So she finds my number, calls me up, uh, says she's looking for any information that she can to use against him because... This one night stand resulted in a pregnancy, which resulted in a child, which now they're fighting over custody for. Yeah. And so I'm like, look, I don't want to be involved in that. I don't want anything to do with it. And she's like, oh, please, can you help me? And I'm like, all right, fine. Well, I'll, I'll see if I can dig up anything that might help you. And if I can find anything, I'll send it over to you. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I pretty much, you know, I actually did do some searching to see what would might be beneficial. And I hadn't sent it to her yet. Yesterday, I get a friggin' subpoena knock on my door i've been served uh to appear in fucking new jersey <laughs> to testify in this fucking custody battle uh between the the one is he asking for custody uh yeah okay yeah, yeah i don't know if it's a joint custody thing i don't care i don't want to be involved in it in any way so now i'm like what the fuck you know so it, and i'm torn because Nothing I would like more is to, uh, you know, uh, put another arrow into uh, Invictus because uh, I can't stand that guy. Um, but by the same token, this bitch is playing me, you know. Yeah. And here's the kicker. <laughs> In with the subpoena is a money order for $2. <laughs> I was thinking, what the fuck is there a money order for $2 in this? So I started researching New Jersey law, and apparently there's still a law on the books in New Jersey that if you... Um, you know, subpoena someone for a civil suit, you have to pay them two dollars. Um, and because apparently, when this law was written, two dollars was a fair day's wages, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, but apparently, they also have to pay you 57 and a half cents a mile. So, I'm, I'm thinking of writing back and say, okay, well, you know, here's my mileage charge, you know, but again, it's I'm, I'm so torn. Is do, do I and they said they can they can probably do it by Zoom. 
But I'm, I'm thinking, A, do I ignore this uh, subpoena and just say, fuck you, and have a bench warrant out for contempt of court in New Jersey, which I'll never yeah. step foot in fucking New Jersey. But I don't know if they would actually extend that to Florida. And, you know, I don't know if they do warrant sharing between states for contempt charges. They might. You, know. you never know. I know they do it for felonies. So you yeah. got a felony in one state, you're going to have a felony in all states. Yeah. Um, but, but you're just a witness in a, in a, in a civil case. Right. So, yeah. that's so a the, whole the, the worst animal. thing it could do is contempt of court and, you know. Um, or do I, uh, you know, testify? Um, and, you know, I thought about it. And here's the thing I thought about it. I said, I have, a, you know, I'm thinking I have no evidence that this guy is an unfit parent. I mean, he's a fucking Nazi. Uh, he's a fucking psychopath. Uh, he wants to, uh, you know, uh, commit genocide and eradicate the world of anyone he believes is stupid or disabled or anything like that or gay or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, <laughs> everything I've ever seen, he seems pretty loving with his kids. <laughs> so I'm thinking to tell her, yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you his political views, but, uh, you know, if, if they ask me about uh, what I think about his uh, parenting uh, abilities, I'm going to have to honestly say, yeah, I've never seen anything to indicate that he's an unfit parent. Like, at the end <laughs> yeah. of the day, you right. could end up being a witness in favor of him. Right, which would fucking kill me. But, you know, again, at the same time, you got to tell the truth. Yeah, it's it's I, I've never seen any evidence that would indicate that he's, you know, uh, it w- it would be any harm or to his children like other you, than fucking him up in the head. And other than the fact that he the, any any offspring of him is probably a demon spawn anyway, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's, still, it's just such a tough position. Like, here's to be the in. thing. You are in a no win situation. Here. Right. Yeah. There's it, no because here's the thing. If you ignore it and don't show up. You're right. I get contempt. Then, right. Well, not no, not only contempt, but then Augustus is going to be like Adrian fears me, and that's why he won't testify. Right? Exactly. Exactly. That's that's actually crossed my mind, and it's like there's no way uh, I'm going to let this guy think he intimidated me. Yeah. However, yeah, fuck though, that. Guy. However, though, if you do decide to testify. Then in reality, you're going to testify on his behalf. Not necessarily. It depends on the line of questioning. But any good, you know, uh, any counselor, she's representing herself. Now, I've, I've done a little research on this woman, and she seems just as batshit crazy as him. Well, because that's, you know? again, and I said this before. Right. Look, everybody fucks in their own pool, right? <laughs> right. And the exactly. pool that this guy fucks in is right. the crazy pool. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, any chick that's, look, any chick that's a normal chick after 10 minutes of talking to him is going to realize I shouldn't let him stick my stick his dick in me. Right, right. You well, know? like, for example, she, she's got a picture of herself posted uh, holding, uh, you know, some type of uh, modified assault rifle uh, un- behind a backdrop with a bunch of symbols on it, most of which I don't recognize. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm thinking, and what is it with people posing with, with firearms? I never understand it. I, I don't understand, understand it. it in a million you years. You know, and, and again, it's, it, it, a firearm to me is a tool. You know, I'm not going to sit there and take a selfie with my circular saw. You know, I mean, what's what's the point of that? Uh, not only does it is it, uh, you know, is it just odd in one thing, but it's like you're asking for it. It's like you're opening yourself up to, you know, hey, come and take them. Yeah. <laughs> not in the defiant type yeah, of way. I have this gun. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is my gun. Right. Just, no, I don't. Yeah, you don't you take pictures. Do that. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. Now, hold on. Let me give an ex- let me give an exemption to that, though. When I was in the military and we were on a field op and they took a picture of everybody well, in the field a, op and you're all holding story. your guns. Yeah. That that you do that. But when you're or home, even if you take a picture at the range, you know, and you're shooting, that, that makes more sense. Uh, but when, I still wouldn't do that. When but. you're in your bedroom just posing with firearms, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I, I don't want to do that. I don't right. want the I don't want the government know what I to know what I have. Yeah, yeah. And and speaking of uh, what the government knows and doesn't know, um, the Department of Defense, specifically the US Army, put out a very, very bizarre promotional recruiting video. I don't know what you would even call it, um, but it's a video for the uh, uh, basically the information. Um, uh, Fort Bragg's fourth psychological operations Psyops, group airborne. Yeah, right. Holy, like what a fucking name for that, by the way. Right, right. And it's uh, the title of the video is uh, Ghost in the Machine. Now, again, I watch this video, and the the first immediate thought is this is somebody's conspiracy, crazy, you know, this looks like something Alex Jones would have put out. But this is an official U.S. Army um, 
you know, created and published video. And I, and again, I'm going to play the video uh, just because you're not going to be able to see the visuals, but I'll try to explain the visuals as you're best I can. You're going to play by play it for you. Yeah, I, I, as we go along. And it'll along. be in the show notes on the Substack. So. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to actually see this, this is, well, let's just watch a video and I'll, I'll describe what's uh, being shown and, and we'll take it from there. All right, so on the screen it says, if your opponent is of choleric temper, seek to irritate him. Pretend to be weak that he may grow arrogant. Sun Tzu. And just listen to the music. Now, what's on the screen is a picture of a dancing clown from like the 1930s. The screen says, have you ever wondered? Now it's a scene of a Chinese city. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. It asks who's pulling the strings, and there's a old man in silhouette, like acting like he's conducting an orchestra. Hiding nearby. Now it's a European for forest, Whispering and it says "Born from the Ashes," and it's the uh, ghost uh, unit patch from World War II of the unit that did all the psyops. Now it's cityscapes and it says you'll find us in the shadows and soldiers are assaulting a building at the tip of the spear. Now it's a Chinese military parade. Yeah. A threat rises in the east and it's headlines of Russia invades Ukraine. Now it just says warfare and it's a bunch of scenes of different warfare. But in that is TV production and people scrolling through their cell phones. And all the world's a stage, it says on the screen. And here's the old man conductor again. There is another very important Now it's an old reel-to-reel -reel tape machine. It has as its target, not the body, but the mind of the enemy. The target of psychological warfare is against the enemy's mind. And it's His that same old man again in shadow. Used by it says, anything we touch, is a weapon, and it's showing, you know, video it's production, art. Says we can deceive. Time, now it's a guy just floating in the water. To study foreign languages and Various the different ethnic groups. History, persuade, persuade, change, change influence. Inspire. Gripping at my skin, the walls of night we come in many forms, and now it's someone putting on clown makeup and someone else playing chess. And now it's back to the, uh, it says we are everywhere, and now it's an empty theater and a subway station and the Statue of Liberty. And now the cartoon clown from the beginning turns into a ghost in this old-timey cartoon. A feeling in the dark, soldiers raiding a place, riot police, riots, tanks rolling through streets, a message in the stars, a chessboard, more riots, tear gas being shot, and these creepy-ass ghosts appearing out of the woodline in a forest. It says, Ghost in the Machine. What, comma, are we? Psy War. Okay. That's a real That video. is a real, actual video put out by the U.S. Army. Now, so I saw that, and, and actually there was an MSN article about it calling it unsettling. <laughs> so, to say the least. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much an on, uh, uh, understatement on that. But here's the thing. There's a lot of things to dissect in this. Now, the first one is who is that old man that kept showing up uh, in the images? Because, you know, like they cut to him like four different times where this, this old man was in shadow but covered with a spotlight, like acting like he was the conductor there. Um, and well, it turns out that that guy is most likely a um, lieutenant colonel by the name of uh where is his name I, I forgot forgot it offhand oh shit i can't find his name there it is lieutenant colonel michael aquino and it turns out that this guy and is a founder 
of the Temple of Set, which is a satanic cult. <laughs> okay. And here's a photograph of him uh, standing at an altar with a pentagram holding a dagger <laughs> with, you know, all these figurines of demons. Um, and I, I thought, oh, this is this has got to be somebody's bullshit, you know, thing. But yet, no, this is a real guy. Uh, he actually uh, was heavily involved in the U.S. Uh, psychological warfare operations uh, up until very recently. Apparently, he's retired now, but it, this video would, had him in it, you know, and it was just released. So, uh, you know, this guy has basically run the, the PSYOPs organization for uh, decades. And... Uh, he is a, a, a legit guy. Wrote a book called Mind Wars. Um, he actually has six 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 tattooed on his scalp, and it's 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 well known that this guy is an actual Satanist. There's a Wikipedia page, which uh, you know um, cites him for founding the Temple of Set, which is a uh, satanic cult. Which again, you can say okay, his religion doesn't matter, but you tie all that together, and it's just it almost makes me believe that this video in itself and his involvement in this organization is actually psychological warfare itself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like <laughs> you can't hand somebody a conspiracy theory more, you know, honestly ridiculous feeling than this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. if, if this was coming from, like I said, if this was coming from an Alex Jones, I'd be like, okay, right. Yeah, but it's coming directly from the U.S. Army. It's it's you can go right now to their social media pages and play this video on their social media pages. So it's not like they put it out there and said, oh, fuck, wh what are we doing? Let's take it down. Oh, no, no. They own it. They own it. They put it out there for a reason. Now, here are the possibilities. A, it's totally legit. And we have uh, Satanists running our <laughs> psychological warfare operations, and they are controlling everything we see, hear, think, you know, all the media we consume, all the information we consume, um, you know, which is what they're trying to convey in this video. We own the information world is, is what this video is essentially saying. Mm -hmm. We totally control all information. Um, or it could be the 180 uh, degree opposite of that. And they have very little control over the information, but they want people to think that they do. So everybody is always questioning everything. Or, and and this guy's not really a Satanist. He, this is all just bullshit they put out to 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 make it, you know, just just to put a conspiracy angle on it and to make it look like that, you know. Uh, so <laughs> again, it's accomplished. I think its ultimate goal to make you distrust everything. Because even in this video, I don't trust it. I don't trust that it's true. I don't trust that it's not true. I don't know what to think of it. You know, I mean, what are your thoughts on after seeing that video and, and seeing, you know, this uh, Michael Aquino, this lieutenant colonel that apparently has run this organization for up until very recently, but yet he's still in the friggin' video. I mean, his face is, is blacked out, but you can see by the sil silhouette of his face, the cut of his hair, his ears, it's the same guy. You know, yeah, we're giving way too much money to the Department of Defense. <laughs> yeah. Like, we really a, need to cut back, given. and this is one of the agencies that needs to go away. Yeah, like this is look, they are. This is psychological warfare, not well, yeah. on our image, not on our enemies. Oh, it's on us, on us. Oh yeah, without question. Don't get me wrong. Are they doing it to our enemies too? Sure, I'm sure that they are. Well, half, I'm sure you can make the argument that they are, but this is on us. Half of the images in that video talking about. Um, you know, they're pulling the strings and, you know, they literally use the term pulling the strings. Yeah. Um, they're, they're showing Americans. They're showing, you know, Americans looking at their smartphones, mm -hmm. reading information, you know, and, and while at the same time they're laying over these other images and these other, you know, uh, the, the nefarious soundtrack, the, the clown, constant references to clowns. So it's because yeah, it was scary clowns. Well, but by the same token, I, I think that. They are trying to, you know, sow confusion as to are they a bunch of clowns or are they, you know, the chess masters pretending to be clowns? And that's what they're trying to tell you. But, you know, the, the skeptic in me wants to say, no, they're really a bunch of clowns and they're just trying to act like they. But then again, 
I don't know. Under the best case scenario that right. I can think of, I hope that you're right and right. that they're clowns. Yeah. And there is evidence that you can see that a lot of these people are clowns. But by the same token, you know how powerful the U.S. intelligence community is. Yeah, And that's, you know? and that's the other part, so. is that the other thing is, like, the more, the more days or years that go on, the more that I do think that we really do have some evil sons of bitches in charge of a whole lot of things. Well, here's the thing. If if this guy literally is, literally, well, he did found a fucking church of Satan. Yeah. You know I mean, what? Here's the thing. I know that we're like, well, whatever religion you are is whatever religion you are. If you're part of the Satanist fucking church, you that's don't, literally you don't the definition to, of evil. You don't get to fucking lead the psyops <laughs> right. fucking thing, all right? Yeah. Like, you, let's make it, let's make it, let's make a fucking call right now. Yeah. If you're fucking head of a Satanist church, you're not in charge of anything. Right. Other than the Satanist church. And you can be, I'm, I don't want you to have to go away. Right. I don't want you it's to your have your business, to, do whatever. But yeah. you're out, you're off the government payroll. <laughs> stop, yeah, stop running things in the government. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. We got enough fucking Satanists in there fucking as it is. But again, it's fucking psyops, so all that could be a fucking bullshit cover story you know, know for all this for all we know either this guy way, could this, be a methodist look, either, <laughs> either way this 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 unit should be disbanded oh god yeah yeah no getting around it yeah I, I don't and i don't care what you think you can do the world is in the condition it is right now because you've been around for a long time fucking up the world well the interesting thing is is that it's coming out now and that they're doing this now particularly at a time when there's a huge discussion over outlawing and prohibiting and even criminalizing mis dis and malinformation yeah um and that's coming on strong so essentially you've got a government organization telling you that they engage in mis dis and malinformation i mean that video right there there's no other takeaway you can come yeah from that while at the same time they're telling the people, individual people with no power other than a social media uh, platform, that if they engage in mis, dis, or malinformation, there's going to be consequences. They're going to be silenced or potentially, in some cases, jailed. Yep. You know? Um, so it, it's just such a strange, strange dichotomy. It's, it's almost... Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just more of a conditioning thing than anything else. I don't you know, know what I'm saying? I, 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 look, I just, I, look, I don't, but I don't know what to take away from it. I don't have a firm, you know. Uh, usually, I can, I can look at something and say, "Oh, here's their objective," but it, it's impossible to garner their objective from this. I think it's one of. The, I actually think, in a weird way, I think it's a little bit of a war shack, and that whatever the goal is for them, right, is that it really at the end of the day was. If you think that we're this bad, then we're going to show you a video that says that we're this bad. Right. Like, if you think that, you know, like, like we're going to put so much stuff out there that it's going to cause confusion, and that's the point. Well, not to mention, it's also like, uh, you know, when they really fuck something up, it, it's out there so you can think, oh, but they're actually playing 3D chess. Well, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, a lot of, right. the, like yeah. a lot of the Trump people, like, we're like, oh, Trump's just playing 4D <laughs> chess with these guys, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. He, he lost on purpose, you know? Yeah, He right. lost to get them. And like, it, fuck that. And and it could be it could actually attempt to achieve both objectives. Again, I think I do think though that the, the one thing that is shown from this, and I'll just reiterate this, is that we are giving far too much money to the Department of Defense. That is absolutely true. And you know, uh, an interesting uh, story came out this week um, that uh, shows that we probably deserve what we're getting from uh, you know <laughs> the U.S. government because more Americans are interested. In the uh, Depp uh, Heard case, than anything else, including inflation, abortion, uh, the Russia-Ukraine war. Um, basically, the number of social media interactions per published article by selected topic. The uh, Heard Depp trial has 508 social media interactions per article on average. Yeah. Uh, inflation has 70. Ukraine war has 91. Abortion has 141. So uh, COVID-19 has 44. Well, everybody's That's sick. That's a piece of good news, though. Well, everybody's sick of talking about that. Uh, Elon Musk was actually the runner-up, so he actually generates a lot of conversation at 417. Like he's but, also involved in the herd debt trial. 
Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a that's a that's a crossover. That's like a one A. Yeah, that's like a Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. Let me tell you wrong. I look, Elon yeah. Musk is is in the news for a lot more stuff now than this. Than yeah, this yeah, but still, uh, it just it, it, it it's insane what people you know. Now hold on, and we didn't put this article in there, but the one piece of good information is is that they did have to temporarily get rid of the Department of of, of Information or whatever, like the Ministry of Truth. No, I the didn't one catch that, that they started. Oh, oh, the one, the one that they started where they had that woman that sang like Mary Poppins being the head of it. All right. Okay, so they had to get rid of it, and she resigned. Oh well, I, I that wasn't that just uh, Joe Biden uh, making like a. It wasn't real. It wasn't a full blown department. It was just a. It was uh, an advisory council within the Department yeah, of Homeland Security. Right. Right. Exactly. So they they ditched that, huh? Yeah, they had to. Good fuckers. Yeah. I mean, look, you had such a response to that from right. the people that they're like, oh, fuck, we can't keep doing that. Yeah. We're going to have to get rid of it. Well, maybe that's why. Because they the- came out like shit. Because it came out like, look, it came out all kinds of shitty. And, you know, like this is when the, you know, when they had Myorgus, I think it was Myorgus, on, was on the on the Hill and was uh, getting interviewed by the Senate where Rand Paul was able to say the biggest purveyor of misinformation is the federal government. Right. Right. And that is patently 100% accurate information. Yeah. And if you don't believe it, watch the video we just did. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. They're, they're telling you that. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, another thing the government was uh, telling us this week is that, uh, you know, we're, we're closer and closer to uh, them finally admitting that uh, E.T. is out there. Or actually, E.T. is right here. You know? Yeah. So, um, they, and, and they actually admitted probably there was a lot of things that – uh, came out that, that honestly uh, the the whole uh, and if you don't know there was a congressional hearing um, on uh, you know uh, unidentified flying objects what do they call them now they they have a different term for them, not but, UFOs but yeah. uh, I know what you're talking about yeah uh, it's uh, UA uh, unidentified aerial vehicles UAVs um, but uh, yeah so it's it's uh, they had the, the hearing, and, and there wasn't a lot that came out of it, uh, but the one thing that was interesting is there was an admission, uh, or not in the testimony, but uh, someone after the fact came out and said that, yes, uh, we do, I've been told by multiple sources we have recovered something from these objects. Uh, and that was a, a, a Tennessee Republican uh, congressman who was uh, actually given the information in a classified uh, session. But as far as to what they they put out, they put out a couple more videos. But it, it's funny that in watching it, it does seem like they're blue booking it, you know, where they're not really looking into it. Like, for example, they're not in, they're in giving this, you a taste. Yeah. But they're only giving you the taste to it to to placate you from the rest yes exactly like for example they're not even coordinating with nasa you know what i'm saying yeah now if you're investigating you know the the possibility of of extraterrestrial vehicles uh you know coming to earth who's the first person who's the first organization you're going to talk to i mean you'd think it'd be nasa <laughs> right <laughs> you I know mean, you'd think but um the interesting thing is 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 more than um that they're actually they're actually talking about this you know, they're actually moving the ball very, very slowly forward uh, to some type of disclosure. And I think the, the most likely scenario is there is something uh, not created by man that is visiting Earth. Yeah. But again, eh, hey, it may be all our black project stuff or it may just be, you know, weird natural phenomenon that we, we don't understand yet any of those are possible but i think the most plausible explanation is there's some type of intelligently controlled um you know interaction with earth from from outside of earth yeah you know no now here's the thing about this by the way or at least in my opinion government the trust in government is at an all-time low basically anything that they say most people don't believe anymore right i guess that would be the perfect time to put out the ufo stuff well, here's the thing. Because nobody's going to believe you? I, I think that if if the government came out tomorrow and said, yep, ETs are real, um, they've, they've, we've, we've met them, we've talked to them, they've been here, um, you know, they're, they're, you know they, they visit all the time. Um, and if they came out and disclosed that tomorrow, the American people would, like, it would be a big story for two days and then we'd move on. And the entire world would be the same way. It, it's not like it was would have been 50 years ago or 100 years ago where it would have really radically redefined our civilization. Yeah, but maybe civilization. that's why they're starting to put it out now, though. Because yeah. Because maybe, th- maybe as, a, as a species, 
maybe they have determined that we're now ready for it, even if it's going to be like a slow roll. Like if they're going to yeah. just slow roll it out, they're going to start slow rolling it out. But now it's only going to get more and more and more until they just admit where they have a news conference with fucking, you know, Pepe, the fucking guy from fucking Alpha 5 or something. Well, and the other possibility is that... I wonder if there is a Pepe from Alpha 5. Why would he be named Pepe? I don't know. I, I just think... <laughs> I think it, Pepe the I Frog. Ju- I, think, I think that the aliens are probably like Mexicans, so... <laughs> <laughs> Wrong aliens. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. my bad. We'll um, let them in too. <laughs> I'm pro open borders for extraterrestrial life. By but the way. there is an actual another possibility here, and is that the U.S. government is being 100 percent truthful, and they have no fucking clue. You know, because that's what they're putting out there. Hey, yeah, we observe these things. We don't know what they are. Yeah. Yeah. And that could be true, too. And maybe you can't hide it anymore, so you have to at least, because of the advent of social media and because, you know, so many different people are out there talking about stuff. Right. That maybe you have to start putting this stuff out only to be the counter to the crazy that comes out. Well, and that's the problem is in this day and age, they can't control information anymore. They they can't even control intelligence anymore. Yeah. You know, you have, like we were talking about last week in the Ukraine war, you have uh, civilian intelligence gathering capabilities that rivals nation-state intelligence uh, gathering capabilities of a couple of decades ago you know um so the the amount of information that people have access to and have the ability to um you know uh propagate is unheard of and that's why you see such a push for information control and that's probably why you see the u.s army putting out videos like this because information control of information is critical to a lot of people with uh, a lot of agendas Hmm. you know I guess so, Alex Jones is right about that too. You know, again, he fuck he, him, damn it. He he stepped in it at a whole lot of times, and he went way too far down the rabbit hole way too often. But there was a whole lot of things that, in general, he wasn't wrong about. It's like I've always said: half of all conspiracy tr- theories are half true. And if you look, if you approach everything from that perspective, it's probably going to put you in the sweet spot of what to believe and what not to believe. You know, yeah. I mean, you got to be skeptical of everything at this point. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just, just don't protest in front of people's houses in Florida. Yeah, can you believe that yeah, shit? Well, let's, Fucking let's, DeSantis. Let's, let's skip to this one because this is an interesting one. Go ahead, way. go there. All right, so there is a bill that just passed. Uh, anyone who protests in front of a private residence in Florida can face jail time and fines under the bill Republican Governor DeSantis signed on Monday. The legislation makes it a second-degree misdemeanor to protest in a manner that is aimed at intentionally harassing or disturbing someone at their home. Violators face up to 60 days in jails and fines up to $500. Protesters can only be arrested for after ignoring law enforcement's order to disperse, however. The governor said that the, the new law will prevent protests in Florida like the ones waged by abortion, abortion rights protesters in front of the U.S. Supreme Court justices' homes in Virginia. Sending unruly mobs to private residents like we have seen with the angry mobs in front of the homes of Supreme Court justices is inappropriate, DeSantis said in an email to news agencies. This bill will provide protection to those living in residential communities, and I'm glad to sign it into law. Some Democrats oppose the bill, arguing it fringes on the people's First Amendment right to free speech. The law is scheduled to take effect October 1st. Okay. Fuck DeSantis on this one. Yeah. Fuck him big time. You know what? Because... I'll tell you why. This legislation makes it a second-degree misdemeanor to protest in the manner that is aimed at intentionally harassing or disturbing someone in their home. That's literally what the fucking government does to me every day of my life. Yeah. You know? And, it, it, and the Supreme Court, in this case, is is uh, intentionally harassing or disturbing someone inside their own uterus. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, it's it just... Look, let me just say, let me let me say this this way. Personally... I don't think that you should protest in front of someone's home. I have no I problem with it. I, I don't think you should. I have However, zero problem with it. There should be zero laws against it. Now, there are laws, like let's say that they go onto your property, then there are laws against that. Right. And they should enforce those laws against right. that. Because if you're trespassing on someone else's property. Or if you're bro- blocking their ingress or egress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're doing that. Right. There's things that they would be doing if they were unruly that you could bust them on that are already, already laws. laws. Yeah. So to make this law, I, see, I, I just think is it, it's, one, I don't think you're allowed to do it. Two, I think it's going to be thrown out as being unconstitutional. I hope so. I think it will be. I hope so. And th- the thing about it is, like, 
what the fuck is your problem? Like, you're not allowed to do this. But it may not be thrown out as unconstitutional because look at the people it protects. It prote- protects the very people who will ma- be making the rulings on whether or not people can do this. It Think of it, if it makes it to the Supreme Court, this law was inspired by protecting members of the Supreme Court. What do you think they're going to fucking vote? I don't know. Right. I don't, I don't know. I'm right. hoping they're going to go the right they're way. Not. But I don't. They're not. No. You can't. There was a time when I truly believed that the Supreme Court was a fair and just arbiter, um, you know, and that they really just did interpret the Constitution. No. No. Fuck that. No. Not anymore. No. no, no not even remotely. And yeah. maybe they never the, did. The, the, the fact that they're overturning Roe v. Wade, the fact that they, uh, you know, allow FISA warrants. Uh, the, the, yeah, no. No. It, they just don't. There's they delegitimize there. themselves. Oh, absolutely. Ago. And the it's, fact the Roe versus Wade is not the was may, may have been another straw on that. Right. But it wasn't the it wasn't the beginning. And the moment the moment that you accept a position of power where you have power to control other people's lives, all bets are off for you. You don't get peace anymore. If you make a bad decision, you don't deserve to have peace in your home. Because you made a decision that negatively affected people's lives. And you have that control, that power over the people. And the only power that the people have to let you know about that is the protest and the ballot box. Yeah. And most of the time, the ballot box doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. The the soapbox and the voting box. Exactly. Well, they have the cartridge box, but we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not going French just yet. Right. Unfortunately. Right. And look, and again, it's one of these things where they're they're overstepping it. They're he's overstepping the bounds that the government is doing. And again, it's it's reinforcing the the crack class, the the cadre of the elite and the the powerful, those in government. You know, it's it's once again separating them from us. Yeah. Okay. Well, and they're going to take all their inf- all their all their uh, like home information and stuff like that out of the voter rolls too. Like you're not going to be able to find out where they live. Right. Yeah. They're doing that too. Well, they've done that for a long time for uh, like cops and prosecutors and things like yeah, that. Yeah, but now they're you know. but then now they're going to extend it to other Which people. Which that almost that's almost a quasi legitimate ar- uh, argument, but no, not not for, you know, politicians and judges. No. Yeah. You know what? I'm to the point right now that I I think they ought to remove that law even for cops. Yeah. But you know what? Here's the thing. You're going to be that kind of cop Everybody's going to know where you live. Well, here's the thing. When you're dealing with criminals, too, uh, you know, you, you always get one that might be willing to off you, even if you did the right thing by putting them away or arresting them. Or you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's a dangerous job. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, so you get to live high on the law, high on the hog if you if you make it through your 20 years. But, so yeah, that's fuck uh, that. that that's part. Of, and again, I'm going to use the term. That's part of the new Infowars, man, is is they want they don't want people to have that kind of information. They don't want people to be able to find out where their politicians live so they can go protest them. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, again, if you wield power over someone else that wasn't voluntarily given by that other person, then you deserve to get you know uh, protested you know you you shouldn't have you know you don't get the protection anymore you know because i don't have the protection from you Mm -hmm. you know so yeah because you come to my house yeah exactly if you don't like something i did even though i didn't infringe on the rights of anybody else you can come to my house throw me in a fucking cage right Right. You know, hey, uh, let's. Uh, we only got well. We got about uh, seven minutes left. We go long on this first one. Let's let's do Ukraine and let's go long. No, we're not going long in the first hour. First hour is one hour on the dot. Oh my god! Always, always. You tried to go so, longer the other day. Uh, yeah, but I didn't. Um, I think we went thirty seconds long. <laughs> let's talk about let's let's hold Ukraine for the second hour, and we've got a lot to talk about on that. But uh, if you'd like to hear that, join us in the second hour by becoming a subscriber. Go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. We we still have a ton of great stuff to listen to or, or to talk about. Uh, so you get the second hour with that. Plus, you get a whole bunch of goodies. You get the uh, Anarchist Guild coin. The This is not a bomb duffel bag. I think we still have a few copies of my yep. book, the Cassandra yep. Trigger left. Uh, so available you get, on Amazon, by the way, uh, and wherever great books or mediocre books are sold. Um, and uh, so you get all that uh, if you sign up and become a subscriber. So f- please, folks, do that. Patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Plus, it helps us out with beer and weed money. Yeah. All right. The, you want me? Let me tell us. Let me do a story then. Oh, okay. You're gonna one. do a story? No, yeah. no, no. Well, I. I 
I want to. Th- there's one I definitely want. So let's let's you do what you want, and oh, then no, I want to no, get into. No, I want to get first. into this one. Okay, yeah, do the okay. now that is long distance. Okay, yeah, which is a <sighs> kind of lends itself to the other thing anyway. All right, so uh, Voyager One. Who, uh, if you don't know, this was actually a probe that was sent out. I want to say it was in 1975, and it has, has actually for. For the most part, it has exited our solar system. There's some debate where where the solar system actually ends, but it's out beyond the orbit of the furthest planet of the solar system. Yeah. Okay. So it's out there in what you could call interstellar space. What's really interesting is recently it started sending back just totally irrational telemetry data. Like the data made absolutely no sense. Now, it appears that everything is still functioning normally on this almost 50-year-old spacecraft, which is so cool. Um, <clears throat> but um, it, the, the telemetry data is all over the place. And, you know, the, the, nobody uh, at NASA can figure out why it's suddenly doing this. So NASA has reported while the uh, Voyager 1 probe appears to be functional, there does, not, there does appear to be something up with some of its instruments. According to recent press release, readouts from the Altitude Articulation and Control System seem invalid. Uh, for a as yet unknown reason, data received from the system doesn't seem to match up with what's actually happening on board. So they're getting this weird data set. It, to put it in perspective, is like the spacecraft is flying around all over the place, but it's not. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's doing things that, you know, defy physics. Now, there's a couple of explanations for this. The first one, it's a glitch. Okay. Software glitch, hardware glitch, something's going wrong. Could be. The second one is that it's uh, being bombard- bombarded with cosmic radiation. And actually, this will happen to computers if an, a, a highly energized subatomic particle um, hits a, uh, a transistor microchip in just the right way. Um, it can actually cause a bit to flip from a zero to a one or a one to a zero. Um, and so when that happens, you get uh, extremely weird data. I mean, there's been situations in your life where a cosmic ray has actually caused your computer to do a blue screen of death. Yeah. And you just didn't know it. It's just like, oh, I don't know why that happened. I actually tell people, why did my computer do that? And I said, yeah, solar radiation or, you know, uh, because of a black hole, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's it's true in a lot of cases. So that that's one uh, another possible scenario. Now, the third is the one I like the best. And it is that the... Um, the probe has actually hit the high-resolution boundary of our simulated reality. And physics are breaking down because everything outside of that sphere uh, is now essentially a, a background image. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I got you. So okay, picture okay, it, okay. picture okay. it at the end of the Truman Show where the boat hits the sky wall. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so if 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 simulation theory is correct, the physics may not actually be rendered at that point of reality. So this object traveling through that boundary is going into a part of the simulation that is not fully rendered. And that's why the data is going so out of whack. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's out there. Yeah. It's out there. But it George, actually George, George Nori. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's it's kind of like when you're playing a first person video game and those you hit the mountains. Wall. Those mountains are way out there in yeah. the background. And you never yeah. can get to them. <laughs> yeah. But you can't get to them because there's that barrier there. Yeah. It's kind of like that. You just keep jumping up and down. And <laughs> yes. You can't climb nothing. You just look like a retard. That's an oversimplification, but it's basically what potentially could be happening. That literally, it's getting to a point uh, in space where uh, the the physics are starting to break down. It's it's almost 15 billion miles away. It's so far away that uh, it takes 20 hours for communication to travel from the probe to the Earth, traveling at the speed of light. Yeah. Uh, to put that in com- comparison, it takes seven minutes for the light from the sun to reach the Earth. Yeah. So it's that many times farther away 
from the Earth than the Sun is. Yeah. You know, it, it's just an insane distance away. But anyway, I, I, I like I like that third theory the best. But more than likely, it's it's a glitch or it's just cosmic radiation causing the bits to flip. Yeah. But uh, anyway, your story. All right. So the last one, and this one is, minute. Okay. So Madison Cawthorn, we've talked about before. <laughs> oh yeah. He lost his election. <laughs> Good. And now he's calling for dark MAGA. <laughs> so it was ultra maga now it's dark maga is that like dark magic i, I think it's more like the wolf pack in the nwo and wrestling i think it was more oh. <laughs> so representative madison cawthon on thursday denounced those who did not have his back and said it's time for the new right and dark maga to take command two days after losing his republican primary amid several scandals these are honorable men and women who are the types of friends that anyone yearns to have, he says. And at the beginning of the change, the Patriots, a rare and hated man. These are those rare and hated men and women. Now, the thing about it is this. The thing about it is, is if you'd like to hear more, you can join us in the second hour by going to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. But I'm cutting Alex off because he's going to take us over our one hour boundary. We will see you on the other side. <laughs> 